0: Hello and welcome to the Secure Chat Podcast, presented by Archon. This is a whole new security podcast geared towards you, our trusted clients. Each episode, our security experts will explore pressing security news, from the latest malware threat to user errors and top risk management solutions. Tune in each month to learn more about data breaches, what they mean for your business, and how you can optimize your security strategy. I
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the second episode of the Secure Chat Podcast, where this is a continuation of the first episode where we talked about the cloud. Uh, This is going to be more specific to Archon. But again, I am joined by Derek. Derek, how are you doing today? Great, great. Glad to be back. Hello, everybody. And if you're listening to this after Father's Day, we hope that you had a fantastic Father's Day, if you're a father. And if you're not, we hope you had a great Father's Day just the same. (laughs) Not mutually exclusive. But on the last episode, we just gave you a basic, like, 101 of what is the cloud? Why are people moving to it? Uh, What are the capabilities? How can it positively affect your business? And today we wanted to kind of talk about specifically how Archon can assist uh, in your move to the cloud if you want to go fully cloud. So, Derek, do you ever assist in, like... Helping clients move to the cloud.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're on calls all the time. We're. We're really trying to. We're trying to first understand what the clients trying to do, and then really focus in on the low hanging fruit. Um, where Archon kind of differentiates themselves, and we kind of mentioned this earlier in the the last podcast. You don't want to be just kind of dialing anybody up to come, you know, fix something in your house. If you treat your it the same way you definitely want to go with a partner that's got some certifications archon kind of sets itself up from most of the pact in that it is a gold partner with azure uh, microsoft azure what does that mean um it means that you you can't just kind of fake it you've got to qualify you've got to have a a lot of people on staff that have certifications in different um certs um, certain capabilities that are proven vetted um, and on top of that, it kind of sets us up from people that just have a you know a slick-looking website that might not necessarily know how to handle your critical infrastructure. So it's huge to have the gold partner status, and we're actually you know we have gold partner status in, in a, a multiple multiple things in Azure today, and it's actually a growing list as we speak. So more to come on the specifics of that, but we can do, we can do a lot more than, than the average person just kind of saying that they're the Azure expert and really they just watched a couple videos on YouTube.
1: Yeah, it's really nice being able to go to potential clients or even current clients and give them the uh, Microsoft Gold Partner uh, kind of badge. Uh, it lets them know that, that we do know what we are doing um, and it kind of just keeps the conversation moving to what do you want to do versus how do we need to prove to you that we know what we're doing before we get started.
0: For sure, and one of those things, and it's very relevant to this this podcast is migrations. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't talk about the cloud unless you're you're in it or about to go in and are starting to make a plan. That's one of the things. Archons definitely, um, you know, we sharpened our, our teeth back in the day in the PE world, trying to get things done fast for our clients under TSAs and making sure that it, it's handled correctly and it you know the the environment's executed properly. Um, those kind of Lessons learned have translated well for our teams that are doing the same thing. Now, instead of physical hardware, we're talking about doing that in a virtual environment, which comes with different challenges, but at the same time, time sensitive and quality dependent.
1: And I think that's where Archon provides value when people are moving to the cloud, because I know in our last episode, when we were talking about the cloud. There's a bunch of different ways uh, you can leverage it and it can be a lot to take in at once. But when you bring someone in that is like a Microsoft Gold partner, they're able to establish a plan about how you're going to move to the cloud, execute that, and you can, know, you can know that it was done in like a cost-effective manner.
0: For sure. And think of it like a layer cake. So you've got the migration. You've got the plan of what's migrating, how how you're going to cut those services over. You've got a layer on security. Okay, well, who's got controls? Who's got the policies? What are the blueprints? From there, you've got a layer in network. You've got a layer in all these different attributes that make up your new home in the cloud. And then on top of that, okay, well, is it one cloud or is it multiple site clouds? Mm-hmm. So now your layer cake is you know transposed to different geographical regions at the same time to you know better leverage not a single point of failure in a single region.
1: And that's where Archon can come into assist because. When you're moving everything to the cloud, it's not just like move everything there. There is the process you have to establish to get everything there. Then once everything is there, you have to come up with how are you going to maintain it. But with how fast IT is always moving, you also have that third step of how do you evolve it over time to make sure it's going to meet compliance, it's going to be effective for uh, your environment, and also cost effective to your business.
0: Yeah, a lot of people forget about that last step, the, the optimization phase. And that's really, we kind of mentioned it in the last podcast, that you're talking about the you know the DevOps angle of, of the hyperscalers in the cloud. If you don't have DevOps, no, no matter how well you build something, if there's no controls in place to to keep the you know the environment capped, so that spending doesn't go to infinity and, and blow up your budgets and get people in the hot seat, um, you're, you're kind of missing a very important part. And that's the part like everyone's like, great, we're in the cloud, everything's awesome, everything's working. Who would have thought? Um, and then they forget to you know police police users and lock down. You know credentials, and they don't alert on VMs running to specific cap set. That could be a painful day to explain to finance when when the bill comes from one of the big providers.
1: Yeah, and lately, specifically Arcom, like how I've been seeing them assist clients, and it's a new scenario I've actually been seeing recently. So you have the first scenario of just like people are on prem and they want to move to the cloud. So you kind of establish the the hybrid environment for them, but the, the newer thing I've been actually seeing come through the doors is clients that are already in all cloud shop, and they don't really know what to do with it. Like, So they've set up the initial business, everyone's in there, but then what do you do from there? And I think that's where we also add value, is being able to kind of give them direction and actually execute what the future looks like.
0: Yeah, for sure. I and mean, A lot, lot of tools, a little ton of tools um, in all these cloud environments, but Yeah, if you're natively born in the cloud, you might be really good at coding, but you might not have any idea how these things interact with each other, how to maximize your spend, how to leverage things with Archon, like reserved instances, um, where you can see discounts of, you know, a lot, we'll just call it very healthy discounts from um, retail rates or what they call pay as you go. Um, But on top of that, a lot of it's just, you know, expertise and and intellectual property we bring to the table that we've done this before we 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 know the pitfalls to watch out for and you know where to focus your efforts and then where to kind of uh, expedite things further along the way
1: and also i think uh the move to the cloud msps offer a lot of value like for sure archon but msps in general just kind of offer a lot of value because they have so many different environments that they maintain that you're able to see how uh you, you, like, you have a bunch of knowledge about the situation before you even start out with this. You know, you have seven different environments that you've tried different things in that sure. you know how to plan things out to move in the future. That's actually
0: a great great point, Corey, because if you think about it, you know, Archon has multiple MSP clients that are doing a wide array of different things, and they come from different industries, banking, healthcare, manufacturing, uh, non-for-profit, Web 2.0. Um we kind of we kinda bring a whole, you know, call it like a mixed bag of different customers doing different things and it gives us a better perspective than someone that's maybe just seen, you know, the vision of their company and their their vertical down a long, you know, narrow road. So we can kinda lean in with a little bit of this, a little bit of that on stuff we've already done to kind of maximize and optimize their success.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I just know like the time I've been here, I used to work at an in-house IT department and then coming over to an MSP, like the amount I've learned in just a two year period versus two years at the old place. It's, it's ridiculous. You're just exposed to so much. I was just going to say you're
0: exposed to everybody's problems or challenge. I mean, there are a lot of, it's just challenges. Like, have you seen this before? How did, how did your other customers solve this? Yeah, And a lot of times, they have, you know, it's, not, it's never nothing new to somebody, whether it's an RMSP or someone that's experiencing their challenge. And it's up to an MSP to be able to quickly get that solution in place and, and solve it because a lot of these things have you know, if someone's being challenged by something, it's most likely they're not the first person in, in, in their industry that are facing it.
1: So once we get through kind of the migration phase, which is something, you know, that we've been able to help out on, then there's kind of that next step of maintaining it or even, you know, kind of locking it down. But what what have you been seeing the most of that first step once everything's migrated up to the cloud
0: yeah so migrating for sure a lot of the stuff that migrates first is your uh, important storage your intellectual property your your financial records, stuff that's probably got to be on record for at least seven years depending on what you know industry you're in Um, but we're seeing a lot of cool things too like some of the first steps that some of our customers are doing are just really cool power bi applications where they're they're tying a bunch of apis into uh, data lake storage. They're running, you know, cross cross reference analysis and regression analysis on all this data, and they're spitting out some pretty cool things that are pre canned. So this is not even Arcon saying like, hey, we also built you, a, you know, a Power BI dashboard mm-hmm. integrating three different SaaS platforms through APIs that have encrypted tunnels, but also, you know, your your VMs that are spinning away doing different, you know, applications for your company. Um, It's it's a nice kind of like wrapper for the whole environment. And I've seen like it's insane how how you see the innovation coming up from the client base and what they're doing. Like that makes complete sense. And then you relay that to the customer you're talking with the next month and they might bring something else that's unique to the table. And so it's it's kind of a you know, good ideas float to the top kind of scenario. But, yeah, the Power yeah. BI stuff some of the coolest we've seen.
1: Yeah, I've worked with Power BI a little, but it's sweet how it's able to visualize, like, real-time data.
0: Yeah, you take the the old world of, uh, I've got, you know, 230,000 rows of Excel file. It, that's the old way of doing things. You put that into, a, you know, some kind of AI or, or data lake storage and, it's very, very powerful um, if you know just minor minor things of what to do and, and how to pre- present the data.
1: Yeah. So once you get through the uh, kind of visualizing or just the KPIs for, or the KPI advantage the cloud gives you, what are you seeing next from clients? Well,
0: none of this matters if you don't lock it down. <laughs> so we get, we keep exactly. beating the dead horse, but uh, we are we just talking about APIs. So one of the problems with the API is if you're sending, if you're sending credentials through an API, You got to be really careful, like you really don't want to be doing that incorrectly because that's something that could get picked off pretty easily. So if you don't if you don't secure any of this stuff, none of it really matters because now you're just kind of operating where anybody could be listening or, you know, setting up a factor to attack your environment or, you know, literally setting up the instance for, you know, cyber, cyber, cyber attack or, you know, cyber event. So yes they're all cool things but it, it's no different than the traditional way of operating a data center you have to have proper security and controls and policies in place
1: yeah security really needs to be the backbone for all IT departments no matter how big or small you are because at some point a vulnerability will be will t- someone will try to take advantage of a vulnerability you have. And if you don't lock things down, then you might be stuck there trying to figure out what happened after it happened versus seeing that it's happening in real time.
0: Yeah. So we actually came across this recently. Um, One of the, one of the engineers, architects um, spotted something in a a customer's environment. And this was, I think a new company they brought on. And before you know it, they, they're like, we got to get, we got to get in here and do a full scan. And without asking the client for an assigned sales order we just said hey we'd we'd like to do this on that on on the house we just we're not comfortable with something we saw we just want to verify that it you know we've got it you know we've got it under control for you well lo and behold we run a scan and we we start seeing this thing light up like Times square on New years eve so um, not a, not everything critical actually a lot of them are just quick fixes but yeah. it's just one of those environments a living dynamic environment and if you're not you're not tightening up the the, the loose ends it's it, over time it's gonna it's gonna burn you
1: yeah it's been great to see the addition of the sock team at Archon I know like We've got uh, uh Chris Hankey leading it, and he's been doing a fantastic job. with the ability to just go into client environments, scan for what are their vulnerabilities, where could they be improving, and then working with the knock to um, remediate those vulnerabilities—it's it's just a good step to take for all client environments because they'll have that uh, the security of being protected.
0: Yeah, and, and he comes from a, a great. Acumen background, um, working with some major well-known brands, um, not just in the Chicago area, but in compliance verticals and, and other agencies. And it shows, I mean, from top down that, that team is definitely on, on the A game for sure on, on many customer calls, presenting stuff that customers weren't even aware of. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely don't miss those calls when I'm invited because I'm, lear- <laughs> I'm learning stuff along the way for sure. But they're, they rapid seven platform, um, is really cool to yeah. to bring some of these things to light and uh the, the geofencing alone like someone's like so, oh we had that open to uh kazakhstan yeah we don't have any way yeah in <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> and i think or you know it's like it's solved like yeah it was a vector but it was shut down because they're not accepting any you know logins from regions that are nefarious
1: yeah it is kind of interesting to see like you think if uh Environment has a vulnerability. There's going to be heavy coding involved in in fixing that vulnerability. But like seeing our security uh, or our SOC team operate, it's showing that like a lot of these vulnerabilities are pretty easy. It's just a matter of finding something that was able to catch those vulnerabilities.
0: Yeah, and it, it kind of lends to most most operators that we're dealing with. It's not that they they don't know that these things should be locked down. It's just, you start to just get inundated with so many tasks that things are just generally forgotten due to human human error. Um, but that's where Archon kind of comes in and becomes more of a fully managed partner to mm-hmm. make sure that whether it's 20 tasks a month or 10,000 tasks, we've got the ability to scale to make sure that it's always checking for that door to be locked. So when you leave, Archon's coming in with the Soxin platform or other other things that we're running in Azure, and we're, we're we're testing every window, door to make sure that, you know, oh yeah, we were doing something there, but we forgot to turn it off, and we told them to, but they didn't.
1: So. hmm And that's the advantage you get of, of doing business with like a Microsoft Gold Partner is not only are you able to get up to uh, Azure pretty easily, run a cloud system, completely cloud if you want. Um, you also have. A whole team behind you that's checking that environment constantly figuring out what are your vulnerabilities, how can you improve it? And it's progressing over time because we're doing it for other clients. As
0: yeah, well. and it's our playbooks getting tightened with every with every evolution that we do with every customer. Every customer is different, but at the same time, there's a lot of overlap, call it seventy percent. Um, everybody knows focus on those critical applications first, but before you know it, they're like, oh, just 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 get everything protected because I see yeah. what you're doing, and I don't want to lose. Any sleepover night or at any risks to my day to day.
1: Yeah. And I know between the last two episodes, we've thrown you guys a lot of kind of like, what is the cloud and, and telling you how Archon can can help you with that journey and give you kind of direction. Um, there, it's definitely more than just like a sales pitch, because what we're seeing in the industry right now is, is people are being affected by having on-prem systems or even cloud systems that aren't fully protected. So one thing we like to do is just kind of talk about what's going on in the news and just seeing how this ransomware industry is completely growing. Derek, have you been seeing anything happen in the news lately?
0: No, not a, not a single headline to report, <laughs> except for a $40 million. I think it was the $40 million was the, the highest paid ransom um, yet to date. Yeah, on record. For CNA. Um, it's, this is something that kind of drives our SOC team a little bonkers. Um, because when you start seeing these companies pay ransom, ransoms from cyber attacks, all you're doing is perpetuating more people to jump in the game. And we're talking yeah. about people who are sitting in an internet cafe or you know, call it a bad actor, government entity. Um, th- these things are not going away, they're growing. Um, just a quick hit, month of May, uh, Colonial Pipeline, I get you, like, that's probably the number one thing, exfiltrated three terabytes of sensitive data um, from their Asian operations. That's pretty bad, and they paid the five million ransom after they kind of quasi said they did. Bose was in the news, um, speaker company. JBS was probably the second largest headline, um, shutting down basically a a food production uh, global site. So if if your burgers cost a little bit more or steaks on (laughs) Father's Day barbecue, you could start to see these ripples through the supply chains. And definitely filling up a tank of gas was felt in, hurt by um many people on the east coast in the last month um
1: sorry go ahead oh yeah no but that's just kind of like at first uh when you talk about security in the industry it was kind of a nice to have but we're just seeing in the news like it's becoming a need to have and not only a need to have but it needs to be the backbone of your it department and if it's always good to have people that can like show you direction or give you information on how you want to be able to protect these systems because what we're seeing i know uh The CNA stuff was back in March, but even in May with Colonial, uh, JBS and Bose, like that's just one month of stuff happening. And it's typically boils down to proper security measures were weren't in place.
0: Yeah, for sure. And if you don't care, your stakeholders are definitely going to care. If your stakeholders, shareholders or principals don't care, your insurance company's definitely going to care because they're likely the ones cutting these checks and you'll probably see some disruption pretty soon in the insurance, cybersecurity insurance um, arena pretty quickly. So if you don't have cybersecurity insurance, you might want to get it before those rates go up because these headlines are not going to uh, be lending themselves to lower rates in the future for good reason.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's only a growing industry. And I mean, if people are paying ransom, it's going to continue to grow. I mean, we saw, isn't CNA even a, a cyber insurance provider?
0: Uh, I believe
1: so. Um, so like they're getting hit paying the biggest ever recorded and they're the ones issuing the insurance. So yeah, that's always an interesting one. And it's not that they're doing
0: anything <laughs> bad. It's just, you know, they're always going to talk about the, the big logos in the news. Yeah. But there's,
1: and they're um, targeted the most as well. I mean, they've got the most money
0: for sure. And it's that kind of to the last little thing in the news. Um, Danny, our producer, brought this up to, to our attention. Um, we're starting to see lawmakers now report that, you know, they're trying to pass a bill that would force companies re- to report to the government with tw- within 24 hours of a security breach um, and make it a federal law. And the, the most interesting part about this is it's bipartisan, so both parties are actually pushing for this to happen pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Um, and there's probably a good reason why the government wants to know about this happening, because if it's, a, if it's another country, um, then you start to get into some serious conversations. Um, because they do need to protect an intellectual property here from companies, you know, investing in it. But more to come on that, but just kind of throwing that out there as a teaser. Um, stay tuned. It looks like, you know, this is only going to get tighter and tighter as far as if you're breached, you got to let people know right away, mm-hmm. um, egg on your face or not, It's it's got to be reported. And I believe most insurance companies already have that in place.
1: I mean, that's even been the common theme that Sean and I were preaching from day one, that if you or an end user, and it seems like you've been breached to automatically report that to IT, and that's just proportionally just a bit bigger, you know?
0: Yep, yeah, for sure. And uh, we'll have more news on future episodes, but just kind of keeping it keeping it fresh to use cases, I think it's it's great to kind of pay attention to uh, other mistakes that are made around you, so you don't know, repeat them yourselves.
1: For sure. Well, I think that's all we've got here for episode two uh, as always, we really appreciate everyone joining here. Maybe uh, next month I'll try to get Derek on for another podcast, but we'll see. See if I can if I can get him fit in the schedule.
0: <laughs> but I always trying to break that call list for recording. <laughs> we should
1: start doing call-ins, like we should have <laughs> live call-ins. But now nah, we always appreciate uh, everyone listening. And if this, if there's more information that you'd like to find out about how Archon can assist moving you to the cloud or even. Uh, maturing what you have in the cloud, feel free to go to our website or reach out to us on any of our social media platforms. And we're always here to give a helping hand. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thanks everyone. Thank you.